Hello, Wine World. Uh, Thaddeus Bugs, Minority Wine Report in the podcast, Wine in Black and White. Uh, I meant probably the... It's definitely the best winery in Sonoma County, but probably the best winery in all of Napa Valley. And I'm talking to the assistant winemaker, Eileen Seyon. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, the daughter of Pierre, who's a really bad dude, really famous dude. He, and so she's learned from the best. And we're going to talk about some of the Verite wines today. But first of all, other than your dad giving you inspiration to get into the wine game, what, how did you decide that this is going to be your course of action? Yeah, you know, I just thought I basically grew up in this. When I was little, little girl, I would visit my dad in the different cellars when he was when he was working in Bordeaux. Um, we moved here in 1998 from Bordeaux, so I was nine years old at the time. But that's not when the wine story started for my family. You know, my dad was making wines for 30 years before that between Bordeaux and Loire Valley and Gascony, and I kind of grew up in it. And I was the nice thing about my dad is he never really pushed me to go in this uh, in this field. But I have to say, the wine talk was constant at my house, and I fell in love with it. And I worked my first harvest in 2006, and it wasn't just a harvest. I worked the entire vintage in the vineyard in Bordeaux and saint Emilion, and that's basically the year I, you know, I didn't want to do anything else. Okay. So, now, I might know a little bit about the story. So, how did your dad get you guys from Bordeaux to meeting up with uh, Jess Jackson and the Jess Jackson family wine. You know, that was very random <laughs> and it wasn't planned. Life just throws opportunities at you and sometimes it's whether you take that road or not. My uh, my dad had a great job, great career in Bordeaux, working for the same company for 20 years and my mom had a great job. I was in the middle fifth grade and they just met through mutual friends and we invited, I remember my parents invited Jess and his wife Barbara to our house in Bordeaux just to meet and talk wine. And those two, my dad and Jess Jackson, were just seeing eye to eye and their passion, uh, speaking to each other. And next thing you know, we were, you know, on a plane visiting and and uh, we never came back. So okay. it, it was, it just happened very fast mm-hmm. and it was organic. And I think there was a real friendship they share the same passion and uh, I don't think we would have left Bordeaux if it weren't to work for a real family you know mm-hmm. even though Jackson Jess Jackson had a large portfolio of vineyards um, we saw the man and the family behind that and they shared absolutely the same values as the biggest um, you know terrien or um, vignerons that mm-hmm. we are was Jess Jackson kind of emphatic that he didn't want to make a big jammy California wine, but he wanted to make something more in the Bordeaux style? I think so. And, you know, he didn't give my dad any particular directions. He didn't even tell him where to work. He said, look, his first thing was they took a trip by car and then by helicopter and took a plane. And they went from the very north of California all the way down south to Santa Maria. And he basically gave him the choice. Where would you want to make wine? What would you want to do? And so it took about a few weeks and or months to, to go travel. My dad had been to California many times. He always oh, okay. knew there was a high potential here. Um, and he ended up picking Sonoma County because, like you mentioned earlier, it's cold here at night, right? Mm-hmm. So it's you have beautiful, warm, hot days, but it's never hot during the night. And 
this is kind of Pacific influence is great for the grapes. And obviously you can look around, you see how complex the soils are here, the terroir, and um, it was really an undiscovered land. So it's really fun and a new chapter for my, for my family. So did you, uh, just, just going back to your dad here, did he actually grow up in a wine-making uh, family? Right, yeah. So his dad, um, well, his grandma, my great-grandma, taught him how to prune a vine. And oh. they had, they had... <laughs> that uh, must have been interesting. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's funny, at the time, um, yeah, my great-grandma, she was the, the one who knew how to do viticulture, and they had vines in okay. South France, okay. in the Gascony region. Yeah, I'm familiar with Right, mm -hmm. and... Um, and so he had, we still have the state today. We, you know, it's oh, our family's okay. mm -hmm. uh, small little state. And uh, that's where he grew up. And he wasn't working for money at the time. He was just helping his family on the vineyard. And he wasn't doing just fine. So they also had some sheep in some other sections and just, you know, agriculture. So he, since a young boy, has always been doing something with dirt. Okay, so we're moving to Verite, the Jackson family. What year did this project start? In 1998. And how old I was nine years old. <laughs> nine, exactly. That's right. Okay, so in 1998, did he envision that he was going to have the three different wines? No. So the first, uh, when when my dad picked Sonoma County, the first conversations he had with Jess Jackson and the family was, could you please make a great Merlot? Because at the time, mm -hmm. we didn't see that much Merlot here, and uh, that was really his specialty back in Bordeaux. And... And so he, he looked around and he was able to start with small production with some great Merlots coming out of Alexander Mountain. And he also planted, uh, started the first project planting Merlot in Bennett Valley. So now those Merlots, 20 years later, are in the... Bennett Valley is interesting to me. It's, it's kind of cold it's down there, right? It's very cold down there, yeah. So, and is the soil... Uh, a lot more clay. And a lot more clay down mm -hmm. there also? That's okay. what, yes. And, mm -hmm. But it's definitely cool. You know, if you're in Bordeaux, you always pick Merlot first, and you end with Pepsop. Mm -hmm. And here, it's we start with the Merlots that are right here. Okay. And we, we have about a month that goes by, and we finish with the Merlots from Jackson Park in Bennett Valley. Oh, that's right. Just yeah. to tell you mm -hmm. how different. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's why it's, um, I think for me, it's, it's, uh, it's important to understand that you can't necessarily follow the Bordeaux way, even mm -hmm. though we're trying to make... We're not trying to make a copy of Bordeaux, that's not the point, but we try to make wines that we think are elegant and can age and, and are balanced. And so a lot of people think wine, they resemble Bordeaux styles. But this is the Merlot? Yes, Lemus. Lemus is, and Lemus means? Inspiration. Inspiration, okay. And and he said inspiration because there was some, some other thought behind, yeah. maybe. Yeah, you know, those... <laughs> We didn't have, at the time, even a plan. My dad was just making one. Jess Jackson had the name Verite. Okay. And I believe he picked that name. I think Jess was the one who picked that name, the Muse. Okay, so we have Trey. Trey, I just call you Trey Verite. I'm not even quite, I'm not <laughs> sure. What's, Trey, what's your last name again? Last name's Christy. Christy. Yeah, Trey Christy. Verite means, Verite, how did Jess Jackson come up with Verite? Again, just the name? So verite, as Len was intimating, verite is the, the French word for truth. Oh, that makes sense. And yeah. the the richness that Jess and his family were able to bring to the table was the 
the land and the vineyards. And for Helen and her father and her mother and her brother to come here to California mm -hmm. and harness the potential of those vineyards and to realize the truth of that soil, to produce wines that truly taste as though they could only come from here, which is exactly what Verite is. You taste these wines and yeah, you say, is, is there is there inspiration from Bordeaux? Yes. But do these wines taste uniquely from Northern California? Unequivocally. They have new world fruit. Look at the, the, the abundance of sunshine that yes. we have here. Mm -hmm. the, the, the growing season, like Alain was mentioning, the different microclimates or micro crews mm -hmm. that, <clears throat> that Alain and her father are able to farm. The abundance is, is just exceptional. Yeah. Yeah. And so, of course, these wines taste of that. They, they taste of that Sonoma County fruit, mm -hmm. but there's a structure here. There's a, or around all the richness of Sonoma County fruit, there's a, there's a structure of tannin and acid to give these wines longevity. Yeah. I think the tannin and the acid, I think it takes a lot of people back to uh, Bordeaux. It really does. And your dad did a great job picking out certain areas that was, was reflective of that. So we got Mer not a hundred percent Merlot, no Lemuse. Well, no. So in only one vintage. Oh, so what, far, what what vintage was uh, that? That was the 2017. Oh, wow, that's special. So, how how is it? Is 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 it still maturing and and getting? Have you bottled it yet? Yeah, we we just. Okay. Yeah, okay. We did. And what's your uh, analysis of that? I mean, we didn't plan. We don't plan anything. <laughs> okay. Okay, so how did you get to 100% Merlot? We just had all the lots on the table. We said we're not going to pick you this How many time. different lots? Oh, man, it goes up to 100. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because we, we separate, you know, we have up to 50 different small batches that we pick. Mm -hmm. We ferment everything that's on the thing. And then we use the grain and then we press. And it goes in separate barrels. And then we do that. Four or five toasties, 15 quarters of oak. So we get the Okay. And then the final blend came out to be 100% Merlot in the 17 vintage. That's going to be very interesting. It's, yeah, we, and again, the wines, we love to let them age. Mm -hmm. Of course, they're very good for them. Yes. But for us, it's good when it's like, right now, I just think the 11th Friday, which was a difficult Okay, so, yeah, I, I would like to talk about that a little bit, yeah. the 11th. Yes. Yeah. So, was it, you said it was difficult, but... Um, I, I have a friend that I've met a long time in uh, in, in uh, Burgundy, and she has uh, she has a domain uh, domain uh, and Perrant. She says there's no bad vintages, only bad winemakers. I agree. You agree with that? Absolutely. Okay. My dad calls it the, the vintage of the genome. Okay. okay. It just means, of course, we have to do a little bit more. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, so we're going to continue and go through some of the uh, wines. We just did the La Muse, which is, this is not 100% Merlot, but the 17 is. I think it probably has a little Cabernet. And... Yes, this one goes, depending on the years, mm -hmm. somewhere 70% I'm going to try to pronounce this. Don't tell me because I love the way it sounds. Les Jois? Oh, wow. Okay, tell us about 2015 Les Jois. Uh -huh. uh, it's um, 
Okay, so we're gonna do the the 2015's Les Y versus uh, you're probably still a baby here. The two the 1998. Oh, you wanna yeah, go ahead, have a little pinch. I thought it was fantastic. Oh, oh my bad. Hey, you can't. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. And the first bottle was a little off, but uh, Michael is a true professional. He noticed that, and when he brought out the second bottle, it was much fresher. Yeah. A lot better. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with that vintage 98, I remember very well, not from working, but mm -hmm. just from my move. Okay. We had moved earlier on that year. Oh, okay. And I was expecting to come to a beautiful sunny California, except it was El Nino. Oh, that's so not good. It rained, I <laughs> yeah, think, yeah. It never rains in California. Yeah, but yeah. exactly. You got a bad year. Okay. So it was a very interesting mm -hmm. welcome okay. to Sonoma, but that we're very proud of the way this wine is I think it's a beautiful wine. I really enjoy that. Thing. And now, what's the composition mostly of this wine here? I mean, it, it's. Oh, the. Uh huh. For the 15, yeah. Um, the 98. 90%. Yeah. 90% cap solve, yeah. But fantastic wine. Okay, so. Well, let's go to the 2015. Oh, I'm going to work on this one, too. I think I can get this. Le, Le Désert? Le Désert. Okay. So your French is still good, even though you haven't been in France. Or at least you've been away from your home country for quite a while. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, you know, my yeah. parents are here. Yeah, so yeah. you're good. Okay. So, so tell us a little bit about this wine, the 15. He didn't make this wine until it was 2000. So it took him a few years after moving here to to go around and find some front blocks and change maybe some pruning here and there and, and kind of observing. Um, and he made his first vintage in 2000. And ever since that year, 2000, over the years, we've planted more Cap Franc and now we have many components of Cap Franc. It's quite popular around here. Does your dad have a favorite red or white grape variety or one of each? I think that Cap Franc is definitely yeah. his favorite. Yeah. Everywhere yeah. he goes, he <laughs> seems to have Cap Franc dominant blends. Do you have a favorite? I mean, I'm kind of a follower, and you know, you are what you're taught. <laughs> like, so Cap Franc okay. too. Mm -hmm. Love the Cap Francs from, you know, Wire Valley, and even tasting what he's doing in, uh, in Tuscany you now. Mm -hmm. He's got 100% Cap Franc there. Really? Yeah. When did he start that project? So in 02. It's a 100% Cap Franc project in, uh, in Tuscany. Is it, is it his winery? No, no. It's part of the Jackson family. Oh, the families. Jackson. Oh, so, yes. Okay. I right. Okay. So mm -hmm. he's been quite busy ever mm -hmm. since he started Verite in 98. Mm -hmm. And he was also tasked to kind of look over this property, this beautiful okay. property in Tuscany at the time. Okay, so this is the 15. This is the 15. Now I think we have the 2005 Lake Desire. Have you had this one yet? No. I have not. Uh, uh, yes. If we we got we have time because I need to ask you about your rosé. Any? We'll get back to. I'm going to ask you about your rosé. I had it several years ago and oh. I thought it was fabulous. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Which, uh, uh, it was younger. It was. 
I must have been here like, hey, Trey, when did you guys shut down and, and wasn't taking visitors for a while? I was there the, here the year before that. Maybe that, that would have been, yeah. Yeah, like 18, yeah, yeah. So that, was that a passion of yours to make a really good rosé, just to uh, sit by the pool on a hot day? Yeah, a passion what? maybe not, but yeah. just, you know. Yeah. We just need it. Yeah. We can't yeah. drink red wine all the time. Exactly. I guess yeah, so. definitely to start the day. And I wanted to make a cat prompt. Yeah. It was just cupping my friends in the mm-hmm. White Valley. Oh, is that what you were doing? Okay. And actually, the Cap Franc, the latest Cap Franc Rosé, which is a 19 vintage, mm-hmm. I don't think you've had I yet. I have not, no. So you'll get a bottle before you got to taste it. Okay. It's 100% Cap Franc coming from Bennett Valley. Oh, Bennett. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to study up on Bennett Valley yeah. because apparently it's becoming a lot more relevant in Sierra County. Yeah. You know, and you, you guys... Okay, so this was my favorite wine of the day, the 2005 Latest Zero. Uh, I thought it was drinking just unbelievable. When I first smelled it, I was like, wow, this one. <laughs> I just want to have a cigar and sit out and watch the sunset and call it. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, I have one for you, Austin. I have, I have a couple, but I don't know if I have a uh, one a, a drone like this. But I have some in my bag. I'm gonna return the favor. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Appreciate it. But anyway, speak to the O5. I mean, the O5 is in the perfect place right now. Just speak to the growing season for O5. Is it the best growing season in the last what? Uh, I mean, we've had a lot of great growing seasons. That's again, you know, especially here in Sonoma County, mm-hmm. California. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Okay. The weather we have. A lot of great seasons. Yes. Up until the late, you know, we had even fire years are great things to get until the fire season. Yeah, was 11 maybe the. The 11? Yeah, was 11, 11 maybe the first one that wasn't in that yeah. really good, great category? Yeah, but everything is relative and it yeah, depends yeah. what you're looking okay. for. Okay. So, okay, so let's speak to the 05. 05 was just the perfect vintage. And actually, it was the perfect. We always refer to 05 as the perfect vintage for all three properties because we make wines here at Verite. Mm-hmm. It was a great vintage for Bordeaux, and it was also a great vintage for Tuscany. Yeah. So, yeah. all That's around, true. it's just 05 is just mm-hmm. absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. And you see how it's aging. Yeah. Um, it's got a long ways to go. <laughs> 05. Fantastic. Okay, so. We're gonna wrap wrap this up and okay, so uh, let's speak to really quickly the fires of 2020. Any effect? I've had that effect on some of your properties, not maybe very paid, but within the Jackson family. No, no, nothing. It was really hard in Napa. I mean, it came close to here. Mm-hmm. 2019 was when the fires actually came. 19? Yeah. Came through. No, I, I, thought the fi- I thought the fires was seven. Well, seventeen. No, 17 yes. Yes, but nineteen actually it came through Chocolate, where we are now. Oh, it did in nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we were very lucky and didn't lose anything, okay. and we had picked everything. Okay. So it happened okay. later. Okay. Um, okay. But we were scared just for not for the wine, but for our lives at this point. But okay. no, we haven't been affected. And the twenty vintage, you know, it's looking really nice. It's in the barrels right now. Okay. We're keeping a close, you know, watch mm-hmm. on it, but. We're staying you're, optimistic. You're, you're comparing it to any other previous vintage? Mm, I mean, if a lot of people got real close to the fires, and unfortunately have some smoke taint all over. I know, and, just, just you guys. But otherwise, your one. otherwise, a stunning one. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. A lot of concentration, perfect ripeness, um, great acidity, natural acidity. It's just, you know, 
He's a great mentor. So we'll yeah. see. So in the future, is, is Dad ready to turn the winemaking uh, over to you 100% at some point in this whole thing? Yeah, you know, to be completely honest, <laughs> he's done that a long time ago. Okay, okay. We're, uh, we're a great team. Yeah, I got it. He's very uh, focused on the vineyard. That's what I'm learning with him the most. Okay. The winemaking side, he trusts me a thousand percent. Great conversation today. Thank you, Trey. Thank you, Elaine. Yes. Uh, from Verite Wines. Wow. Incredible wines. I think they're the best wines in all of uh, Napa Valley. And I think I have some really good wines on my trip. So really good juice. Cheers. Thank you so much. Cheers, Cheers. Trey.